Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, welcome to Bridge the Atlantic. We're your hosts, Marissa Novelli. And Ross Barber. Today on the show, we have UK photographer Amy Zara. Hi, Amy. Hi, how are you guys? I'm well. How good, are you, Ross? Good. You good? Yeah, how are you, awesome. Amy? Are you good? Are I'm you good. well? I'm well, yeah. Good, good. <laughs> so, right off the bat, we'd like to ask you three things about yourself that everyone should know. I always have a trouble with this one. Um, three things everyone should know. I guess the, the standard thing is that I'm a perfectionist, but I suppose everybody who's working towards the goal is going to say that. Um, I love pizza. That's always a key thing. Everybody loves pizza. Um, also, I think probably that I'm my worst critic. I think I like people knowing that because it gives you an insight into a person, I suppose. So I'm going with those. like the second one particularly. Which one was the second one? The pizza. pizza. The pizza. Yeah, that's one of our. Pizza that's sounds one of our so good questions. right now. <laughs> yes. Ross, are you hungry? Yeah, I'm so hungry. No, and you, since I you just, said pizza, I really want to order one. <laughs> I'm just gonna make a point, Ross. You're always hungry. <laughs> I am always hungry. I think he's always hungry. Um, <laughs> you got started in photography at the age of 13, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Right. What triggered that, yeah. What triggered that sort of, um, I guess, uh, passion or drive to get into photography? You know what? I, I do think about this a lot. I, I don't think it was anything in particular, really. I just, like a lot of people who start things from a young age, you just kind of start doing it. There was a camera around, I took some pictures, I liked it. And at the time, I used PaintShop Pro to edit my pictures, so not Photoshop. Yeah, not Photoshop at all. And I don't know, it's just kind of fun and it spurred on from that, I guess. Is, is PaintShop, is that like Windows Paint? Or is that like the Mac equivalent? No, uh, PaintShop Pro is like the kind of, I want to say like the sort of bargain version of Photoshop, I guess. Yeah, like, I got you. It's, it is similar to Photoshop, but it's not as advanced or powerful. Do you remember um, your first paid job? Wow, no, I actually can't remember what that was. It's been a while. Yeah, well, that's good. That's awesome. So, well, do you remember a time where you weren't getting paid for your work? Yeah, kind of like now still. <laughs> well, that's actually interesting because I was going to ask you, you know, obviously I, I assume you're into this not to get paid, you know what I mean? Because no. it's your passion. But uh, I'm also assuming there's a point where you are getting some sort of money for your work. So what, you know, what sort of feeling does that give you and some sort of uh, gratification to be doing what you love, doing your passion, but also being able to um, bring in some income doing it? Because that's, yeah. that's any artist's dream, right? Yeah, being paid for feel. being creative—that's yes, a exactly. dream. It's a dream. Um, it feels good. Uh, it, it feels kind of surreal still. You know, when you're young and you play house, and you, it doesn't really feel real, but you're kind of doing it. That's how it feels still, because right. it's not. I can't financially at the moment keep it alone. 
without anything else. So it does still feel like I'm playing house and people give me money for taking pictures and making them pretty colors. It's, it's weird still, even even now. Right. Um, it, it's kind of surreal, yeah. You have a nat- uh, natural diploma in photography as well as a BA in press and editorial photography. Yeah. Now, I think uh, Russ and I both have this question because it's often, um, it's often the, the debate between education and experience. Now, do you find a benefit to both? Do you find that one is more important than the other? What's your opinion on that? I think you need both. I think you need that natural drive for it, but the experience in the industry that uh, education gives you is beneficial if you're on the right course. Did you find that it took you out of that creative uh, uh, mindset and put you more into a technical mindset where like things have to be a certain way, or did you find a good balance between... Um, you know, learning learning techniques, but also keeping mm. your artistic side. Because sure, there are certain rules, you know, within music, within photography, within web design, within any artistic form. But I think it's so important to break those rules too. I think it does make you focus on lighting and getting the perfect exposure and not getting a blurry shot. Whereas a lot of the time, if it's a bit underlit, it can look amazing and it can create the mood. Or if it's slightly blurry, it creates movement in the picture. Whereas now, even still, if it's a blurry shot, I'll delete it. I won't mm-hmm. even think about it. I'll just, oh, it's blurry. It's not in focus. I'll just get rid of that. It's useless. But actually, mm-hmm. you shouldn't do that. Cause it, it, is, it is actually more technical. Yeah, you're right. It does. It does. Whereas before, even before I did the college uh, course I got, <coughs> it was... Yeah, it was more creative and I suppose more artistic than studied. So yeah, I agree it does, unfortunately, take you away from it. And it's maybe important to um, to know the techniques, like to know like mm. the technical background and to know the reasons why certain things work. Yeah, um, definitely. I mean, once you know how something works and you know um, the ins and outs of it, you can then use it to bend it and adapt it into something of your own. So... So if you could go back to before you went to school and knowing what school would kind of do to you as, as a photographer, would you still do it? Yeah, I think I would because, cool. I mean, besides, I think I'd probably choose a different course. Uh, uh, on what, your diploma or uh, BA? My, my degree, yeah. I mean, the diploma went really well. I was really happy there and I grew cool. a lot there, but the degree definitely would have changed different course, but it allows you to use the facilities, which would take years to get yeah. money-wise, and right, yes. that's massive, that's huge, but I would probably choose a different course and maybe think about it a bit more, because I didn't really, I was young, mm-hmm. I still am young, but I was much younger mentally, so I didn't, mm-hmm. I just thought, oh, it's by the sea, that's cool, let's do it, when that's not that it's all about, really. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, absolutely, and I think a lot of us do that because we feel like we're done high school, what are we supposed to do now? Okay, yeah. go to university, but... I think yeah. too young to make that decision. Yeah, I think. well, some people some people have it figured out and it works out for them. You know, for me and I think it seems like for all three of us, it's looking back, it's like maybe now we would know. You mm. know, so I mean, <laughs> the lesson here, kids, don't go to school. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah. a good message. I like yeah, it. that'll be the title of this. Uh, <laughs> Amy Zara says. Stay out of school, kids. <laughs> um, so I guess the great debate between photographers as well as filmmakers is film versus digital. Do you have a preference? Yes, I do. Uh, easy preference. I'm saying digital as cool. I... Yeah, I know. It's bold. It's bold. Mm-hmm. I will be talked about for this opinion, but... <laughs> Controversial. <laughs> yeah. I'm saying, yeah, digital easily because 
I, I don't want film to be obsolete. I don't want it to disappear because I love pol- Polaroids. I've always wanted a Polaroid camera and still haven't got one. But I had one as a kid. awesome. <laughs> I want it. <laughs> Come on, you guys. Um, I think digital, it's, it's one of the things that technology's advancement has really helped us. I mean, a good example is nowadays smartphones. Are they good? Are they bad? Social media, is it good? Is it bad? I mean, all the evils are cropping up and everyone's seeing the bad side of it, whereas digital photography, it only helps you. It only helps you and you can take as many shots as you want and it hardly takes up any room. It's, yeah, I, I don't see any downside to it. Actually, no, I see one downside. You probably think about your shots less, composition-wise, mm-hmm. because it, it's throwaway, isn't it? Oh, that one's not good, then let's take another one, whereas, obviously, film, it's slower. You think yeah. about it more, but it costs a lot. You know, I'm, I'm completely with you on this, and, um, I mean, I, I can understand... I, I really think there's pros and cons to both. You know, like yeah. you said, with film, I think... You know, I, I can liken this to audio production too, a tape versus digital recording. It's kind of the same yeah. debate going on. Mm-hmm. And it really is just a different mindset, I think, for each. Uh, digital, what allows you with all different mediums, is mm-hmm. the ability to manipulate, and um, mm-hmm. which, a lot of, which sometimes can be a bad thing. But I yeah. think a lot of times it allows you to get your vision out. I mean, just like animation or, you know, um, special effects in movies. Um, but the, th- the thing with film too is a lot of people are very... Um, kind of stuck on that and I don't think I understand where they're coming from but mm. I don't like you said it also when it comes down to money you know when it comes down mm. to money and, and being able to make your art without being able to make your art I guess simply put you know it's such an amazing tool which you know that leads me to my ne- next question uh, you're you're big on digital manipulation right yeah. and that makes sense why you're not as big on film yeah. <laughs> no what kind of uh you know what what kind of things do you do with digital like with photoshop or illustrator whatever you whatever tools you you do what's kind of your angle when you work with your photographs what do you, you what, what's kind of your approach and your goal using digital manipulation okay so are we speaking we're speaking portraits at least so with people right sure yeah easily i mean it depending on what the kind of shot is if it's gritty then you obviously look into um airbrushing a lot less because you want the rawness of it but generally if we're going for a straight up portrait i'd probably look into evening out the skin tones you know dodging burning that sort Mm -hmm. of thing um i do have my little tricks which i probably won't give away right now to the world uh girls gotta keep something in my cage (laughs) um but generally smoothing the whole thing over making sure if you haven't done it uh when you took the picture making sure the lighting's fine Colors are a big thing. I have to, I pretty much everything, I'll edit the colors and everything. Even if it looks like it's straight off the camera, it will have been color tweaked slightly. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, that, that something that I actually I really want to ask you about, because it's something that's a, a pretty heated debate on online and also within my, my friends and, and speaking of this, is the, the use of Photoshop to, for example, I guess, thin out women and to make people unrealistically thin, unrealistically yeah. <laughs> pretty, I guess. And, yeah. you know, I think that, for example, digital manipulation will get a bad rap because of that. But, I mean, just because there's a tool that can do something doesn't mean that that tool is bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, you know, where's kind of your limit in using uh, digital manipulation? And what's your opinion on, you know, just about every magazine 
using, mm-hmm. you know, th- I think there was something that's recently circulated online where the model actually posted her original photo next to the digital manipulation. I've came seen that. Yeah, and it's actually really, she's beautiful. Like, she doesn't need to she's be gorgeous. adjusted. Yeah. Not that anyone needs to be adjusted. Um, mm-hmm. It's a sensitive topic, so I'm very careful <laughs> when I say it. But I'd love to hear, you know, a photographer's <laughs> opinion of it and someone who is very big on digital and digital manipulation. Yeah. And, well, and coming from a woman as well, I think is, yeah, is very, yeah. very key. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, starting from my side of it, I have thought about this a lot, especially when um, I used my friends as models uh, mm. back in the day. Uh, it's something I, if I'm going to enhance the look of someone, to put it nicely, um, I would make, do it so that it looks natural. Mm-hmm. Um, so that they still look like themselves, just maybe a smoothed out version of themselves. Like removing some blemishes or anything. Like sure, minus, yeah. Yeah, like evening out skin tone, like you said. Exactly, yeah. And if maybe they have a, a small chub roll on the mm-hmm. side, I might push it in slightly. Mm-hmm. But that's okay. It's fine, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But I think when it becomes unrealistic and you change almost the whole look of someone, I think there's a line there. And it, it's similar in the world of media i mean every every single advert every celebrity portrait minus a handful are going to be manipulated to hell really mm-hmm. it, it's shocking i mean i you see blog posts of it i mean there's one i'm sure a lot of people will have seen it before it's one of madonna before and after mm-hmm. a portrait of her not too long ago and yeah she's aged she has aged. Which is what happens, right? It is what happens, yeah. yeah. But the media, they edit that out because you're not meant to see these wrinkles. You can't yeah. see the cellulite. Yeah, and I think... Unrealistic. And that goes... That that's kind of speaks volumes to why people all feel like they need to look 20 years old mm. for the rest of your life. And, you know, why people... And I'm, I, this is not talking about people keeping themselves healthy. I'm talking about doing things to, you know, just to maintain a certain look mm. um, that, you know, society is saying that this is the name that and that's what you need to look like right and um that's kind of the scary thing because the amount of the amount of, i i, I want to say young girls because it's true but the amount of women in general that have eating disorders and, and all these different things that you know i'm definitely very sensitive to and you know it, it's definitely completely related to um i think the way women are portrayed in the media and, and the fact that unrealistic things are being done in digital ma- manipulation Right, and that's something that's very worse, and it's starting to change. I can't remember. I I should I, I should have all my facts together for my for the show, but there is a magazine now. I actually think you might know it because I think it's in the UK. Um, you know, I'll, I'll try to I'll, I'll do my research after and have it under here. But they're actually not. Um, other than enhancements, they're not adjusting like their models anymore to, unrealistically. And I, it's very it's really cool. It's a bold move, and I think there's a movement going on right now. Um, but yeah, that, that's, that's very interesting to get your angle on it. So you feel like enhancement is okay, you know, but making someone look unrealistic, that it's not unrecognizable, that's not okay. It's hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard. It's, hard. Like, it's so difficult. Yeah, because I mean, the thing is, you see these, you see the fashion magazine covers, and as someone who is very involved in fashion photography, mm-hmm. it, it's difficult to say, no, that's too much, because mm-hmm. the industry is like that. It, it's probably hypocritical for me to even say that but you these covers that you get and the models are on the covers they look great and they look amazing and it's it's probably then also a knock-on effect for sales i mean if this magazine put a natural image of someone on would it would it sell enough would are they even man enough to make that change i I guess the idea is like if everyone starts putting 
you know, yeah. natural woman on there, that's what we will be accustomed to. Yeah, yeah, and then everyone's kind of doing that. And we're not expecting these unrealistic, you know, mm. images of women anymore, right? And that are unrealistic that, you know, for example, young girls, they can't, you know, because most young girls, they, they're they're looking, to any, any young person actually, mm-hmm. I, I shouldn't just say young people, people in general often look at people they admire and, you know, want to kind of attain that, right? Or, or, or inspiration yeah. or whatever. Um, and I mean, if it's unrealistic, you know, I can look at some artists that, I, that yeah. I'm that I'm uh, inspired by as musicians or whatever or singers. You know, I guess that that actually goes to auto tune. You know, oh, they're such great singers until you see them live. But you know, there are artists I've seen live, and they're yeah. just as great live, and they're yeah. not using auto tune. Um, and you know that that is realistic. Oh, you know, how, how do I keep working to get you know to be able to hit that note they hit or whatever? But you're yeah. looking at magazine covers, and maybe they're not educated to understand that these are manipulated. That's the scary mm. part. And again, like you said, there's a fine line. Is fine. Very fine. You know, yeah. so do you kind of do you kind of stick by your ethics? Like that's your ethics. Is that mm. it's okay to enhance, but not where you're that unrecognizable? Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, also what I've learned over the years is that you choose your models for how they look. Unfortunately, it's mm-hmm. a very it's a very vain thing. I mean, that's that's what fashion and portraiture is about. Whether you're choosing them to, because they look strange or individual or you know you know, beautiful or anything like that, you are choosing your models because of how they look. Mm-hmm. So it, it, if you want someone who's perfectly slim, go get someone who's perfectly slim. Don't make someone perfectly slim. I like that. that sort of, I think that just, that's perfect. I think you just, you just I put that perfectly. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so do you have any interesting or funny stories that may have happened um, while on set um, shooting something? Well... I saw when I saw the the brief for this uh, interrogation, and um, I, this one actually stumped me. You know, it's it's difficult because I couldn't really think of anything, um, which is bad because I know there have been funny things that have happened. But um, uh, it reminded me of this one situation where I was uh, shooting one of my uh, one of my friends slash models. Uh, she started off as a model, became a friend, and still is. Um, I had to. We were shooting some latex, so some latex hot pants, and we'd shined her all up, did a few shots. Uh, then she went to get into a, a different pose, but she had a bit of a, a wedgie situation, <laughs> and she had uh, she was unable to uh, release the uh, situation, and I, I did have to step in, and we've kind of bonded from that ever since. Uh, we're a lot closer since I've had to do that. <laughs> Do you have any more um, of the stories? <laughs> I'm awful. Um, no, not like that. <laughs> um, not for the show, anyway. No, no, no. It'll up the no. ratings of it. <laughs> no, Don't I'm go to school and see naked girls. <laughs> That's what I'm all about. Um, so, what sort of advice would you give to aspiring photographers, whether it's somebody who has never, ever even touched a camera? Or someone like myself who has a huge appreciation for photography um, and loves, I love taking pictures, but there's an intimidation, you know, when you see someone who just does such amazing photography like yourself and that has the education behind them and everything and, you, and you're intimidated to get involved in that. Like, what sort of thing would you say to them? Well, I mean, you say that. It's, it's hard as well because I'm, I'm very similar in the fact that we all, we all have the people who we look up to and the people who sort of we saw when we were just tiny little versions of ourselves 
and you think, wow, I wish I wish I could be like that. Mm-hmm. And I still am like that. It's, I'm still very much like that. My advice to that is just, just do it. You don't have to tell anyone about it, so it doesn't have to be pressured. You don't have to say anything about it at all. You just have to, you just have to do it. You have to, you have to do what you want to do. I love that. And keep at it. I don't don't look at yeah. everyone else. Yeah. Well, I love just, that because that goes along it. with uh, with any art form. I think just do it. You know what I mean? You know, if you need to learn technique, sure. But uh, mm. you know, I guess what we're learning from you as well is like you, education definitely helps, but it's not necessary to do when it comes to art. No, it's not. It isn't. Um, I, I wish I could have seen how I would be now mm-hmm. three years after graduating yeah. um, without actually having graduated, mm-hmm. without having gone to university. I mean, I think I still would have done the college course mm-hmm. because you're so, when you leave school here, you're 16 and you're so young and oh, you wow. have to do something. I know. Yeah. You have to do something for, for two years until you're 18, which is still incredibly young. And I look back at my 18 year old self and think, why? But, um, mm. yeah, I, I, I'd love to see how it would have been without educate without that university education. It could be quite eye opening or mm-hmm. depressing. So <laughs> who knows? <laughs> I know it's one of those things you'll never know. You can only imagine I'm kind of glad. I don't know. Yeah, because I don't. I don't regret anything. No, I don't. I nothing. But I think. I, I fear that if I found out what it would be like without a degree, I might regret that. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I mean, you know, you did what there. you did, and I think that, you know, that's. Yeah. Why regret anything? You wouldn't be where you are today without doing everything you've done, right? Exactly. Yeah, I don't. I don't regret a single thing, which I think is. I'm. I'm actually quite happy about. Yeah. There are people saying we've got <laughs> our regrets. I'm working on but... that myself. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working. I, 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 for the most part, you know, try to keep the mentality of you just wouldn't be who you are today. You know. Mm. And I, you know, I like myself today, you know, yeah. I hope you like, you guys like yourself. So for better, or for yeah, I'm pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. <laughs> you know, but you know, I'm still working personally on, uh, not having any regrets. That's a difficult thing to do. It's very yeah, difficult. it is. It is. Um, <clears throat> but it's also uh, important not to get caught up in that, I think, cause it's not, it it's is. not getting you anywhere. No, yeah. it isn't. I'm someone who does get hung up on things, <laughs> um, a lot. But yeah. I'm glad that regrets isn't one of them, which is interesting. It's, it's very unlike me. I would never, if I knew me, I'd never say that was how I am. But <laughs> yeah, everything happens for a reason. Whether it sucks, if it sucks right now, it, it's not always going to, and it, it will get better, whatever it is. Well, you know, it I will never, even out. I don't usually take the approach, like, I don't know if I truly believe, like, everything happens for a reason. But I think what, the angle I try to take is you always have a choice of what, um, what reaction to have to something. You know what I mean? So you can either choose to let it bring you down or to have uh, to learn something from it. And I always try to learn something from experience for good or, you know, good or bad or, you know, or mediocre. <laughs> you know, always try to learn something. I think uh, in that sense, it almost goes to lead you to not regret anything because you're learning from it anyways. And it kind of says that everything happens for a reason because you're learning. So There you go. I love it. So that, yeah. I'm calling down there. <laughs> so are you ready for 20 questions? Yeah, I'm excited about this. <laughs> okay. I, we're just going to jump right into it. Okay, go for here it. we go. Coffee yep. or tea? Tea. Meat or veggies? Veggies. CD or vinyl? Oh, CD. Summer or winter? Summer. Pizza or ice cream? Pizza. Twitter or Facebook? Oh, Twitter. 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 Film or digital? 
Uh, digital. <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan Ross or Graham Norton? Oh, Jonathan Ross. Yeah. TV or Netflix? Netflix. Rain or shine? Rain. <gasps> oh, weird. Why is it rain? No, because I don't like the rain. I love the shine. That's oh. weird. <laughs> Something happened. Something, Something happened. happened. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling or Jared Leto? Oh, Jared Leto. Yeah, of, mm. cor- of course. Oh. Yoga or yogurt? Uh, yoga. Oh. Celine Dion or Marilyn Manson? Marilyn Manson. Yes. <laughs> Doctor Who or Sherlock? Oh, can I say neither? Okay, what's a, what's a third then? You can say neither. Uh, Harry Potter. Oh, nice. Michael Jackson or Michael Bolton? <laughs> Jackson. <laughs> In your face, no. Ross. Twerk or work? Oh, uh, I kind of want to say twerk, which I will regret, I'm Do sure, it. at some point. Do it, twerk. please. Yes. Someone has to say twerk. Ricky Gervais <laughs> or Ricky Martin? Uh, Gervais. Woo! Whale or kale? Oh, uh, whale. I thought you'd say kale. I, I always think a vegetarian is going to say kale. The thing is, I'm not really sure how to eat kale. How do you <laughs> <eat> kale? <laughs> I usually put it in smoothies. I blend in smoothies. Ah, uh, I'll have to try that. <laughs> that Niddler or the Riddler? Riddler. And finally, drum roll please, Ross. <laughs> Ross or Marcio? <gasps> Rossio? This is everyone to be politically correct and put us together. We have to pick one. <laughs> I refuse. <laughs> I want. Have you had an answer to that question yet? Yeah. 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 In, the, in, in the early ones, like the first few that we recorded, because it was people that like Marcio knew really well or I knew really well. Right. But lately, like I think the last four in a row have all said. A combination of us. Oh, yeah. Which is weird. I kind of want that to continue. Yeah. But then I'm interested to see who breaks that. Are there any photographers that people need to know about? Yes. Now, for the people who know me, it might be a surprise for me to say this, and I I can explain why. Um, this guy was in the uh, year above me and when I was doing my degree. And I suppose we are seen as competition and he might not think so because he might think he's better than me, so it's not a competition. Um, but uh, one of the local-ish to this country photographers is a photographer called Joseph O'Brien. And he, he's very good at what he does. He does amazing portraiture and he is going up and up and up. And I think people should, I think we should uh, support our peers and people who are sort of on the same level, level as us, even if they are technically competition. But I think he's doing really well. I think everyone should check him out because he, he's producing some really, really sharp images. You know, no I, I think that's uh, amazing of you because Ross and I have had these conversations before. And, uh, and actually, Ross wrote a blog post about how, like, it was related to music, but I, I personally think it relates to any anyone in the arts. Yeah, like any, any creative people. Yeah, I mean, I, I the, think... It was a, oh, I can't remember the title can't either. Remember the title uh, of it, but it basically, it was basically collaborations better than competition. Yeah, kind of yeah. and we're, so. you know, support each other. Don't look at, mm. don't look at your peers as competition because there's room for everybody. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's, it doesn't it's so, take away from you whatsoever. No, you know, it doesn't take no. away from him. You know, it doesn't. No, I mean, it's it's a shame because it, it's a very competitive in- industry. Even if you're in looking at the fashion side of things or the photography side of things, it's it's all competitive and everyone's they're sort of 
sitting there thinking, oh, well, let's, let's not share it with that person because they're doing the same thing I'm doing. Hmm. And him and I do quite similar things in the fact that we, we shoot alternative fashion. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of tattooed models, a lot of latex mm-hmm. and, you know, whatever else, whatever else. And we are in very similar courses. And I, I just think, I think it's, it's important to just stay together because it's, it's so hard the industry I mean anything even like in, with yourself music it's, mm-hmm. it's all so difficult it is. nothing going to come from being enemies mm-hmm. it, it's just going to annoy you it's just going to make you upset you know? so I think it will surprise a lot of people because it, it's unexpected there's not a lot of people I suppose who would sit there and say yeah my competitor is someone that you should go and check out but he is that's the way it should he's be good. yeah he's, he's really good so I think everyone should go and have a look at it and see what he does that's awesome and where can people find you online? Uh, amyzara.com? Yes, uh, that is my website. It's slightly outdated at the moment. Right. I um, actually build that with my father. So uh, we have to find time out of our busy schedules of day jobs to sit down and do it. And then it's always, always a bit of a day affair because I say, let's have this happening. And he's all, no, that's too hard. I don't want to do that. Why do you need ah. that? <laughs> well, if you need so, a web designer, you're talking to uh, someone right there. So. <laughs> yeah, um, there you go. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm in desperate need of help with this. Yes. I want something new. But anyway, what I'm saying is, yes, it's there. My contact details are there. Some Perfect. of my uh, some of my photography is there, but I'm also on Facebook. Okay, cool. And what do you, what's your URL on Facebook? It's, uh, facebook.com slash Amy Zara okay. Amy Zara I, Photography yes your page is Amy Zara Photography yeah, and Amy you're Zara. Amy underscore Zara on Twitter yes and that is as I said to you guys that's where I post all my nonsense so Perfect. if you want to hear ramblings uh, usually well, I follow I'm, you I get your updates on my phone yes so. you do yeah. <laughs> half the time you talk about stinky trains and stuff but <laughs> I'm it's on a real. Lot of yeah it's real it's real. But hey, Amy, this has been wonderful. Thank you so much for uh, coming to chat with us and talking Thank about you. all different things related all to different. related yeah. to and, and, and kind of unrelated to photography. But it, it's been really great. And we'd love to have you come back sometime soon if, uh, yeah. if you'd like to. And, uh, I'd yeah. love to. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Awesome. We'll take Thank you. you very much. We'll talk to you again soon, okay? Yeah. See ya. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Bridge the Atlantic. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a rating and review on iTunes. You can also find us on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So connect with us on there and let us know what you think of the show. Thanks for being awesome, and we'll see you next week. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.